A Life in Construction podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Watson Bowman Acme. Since 1950, Watson Bowman Acme has provided the commercial construction industry with the highest quality expansion joints available. Carrying the internationally recognized Weibo brand of products, we are able to meet the movement, loading, and waterproofing demands of any commercial project. Not just a product supplier, our promise is to be your strongest partner for expansion joints and responsible solutions. Visit us on the web at wbacorp.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Life in Construction Podcast with your host, John Manning. This is a podcast all about commercial construction for the people who are involved in the commercial construction industry. All right, gentlemen, uh, today I want to ask you all about your hometown, YYZ, Toronto. Gotta love it. What's happening in Toronto? The Leafs. The Leafs. I don't know if you saw that Carolina game that was... uh, I didn't, no. We don't even want to talk about that, actually. But the Raptors won, though. There you go. There's, there's Toronto's coming alive. We're turning into a Class A city, I hope. Absolutely. I mean, from a lot of stuff I've been looking at for the Toronto market, it's a booming city. It's a booming city. Between all the new condos, uh, big companies coming into town, yeah. uh, big tech's been going out to Kitchener, Waterloo Strong area. Strong immigration. <laughs> Strong immigration. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of cranes in the sky. A lot of people coming in. A lot of construction going on. A lot of building going on, a lot of renovation going on. Let's talk about that for a second. So when you guys are in the Toronto market and outside suburbs, because everything's pushing out now because Toronto's becoming so big and, and huge, right? So a lot of this is getting pushed out into the suburbs area, Hamilton and uh, what other surrounding Kitchener-Waterloo, I, I would say London seems to have quite a few towers going Windsor. up. Windsor. Uh, Windsor, the GTA and as a whole. Um, St. Catharines is in and around there, but it's not uh, not as booming as I, I would say Kitchener or, or London is. So let's talk about how you look for work. What's what's your uh, process? What do you do? How do you find your jobs? Who's your resources? What are your resources? I guess there's two markets or or ways you can go when you're looking for work in in our industry, especially is there's the public market, which is doing work for City of Toronto, City of Markham. Um, Kitchener, whatever municipalities or government uh, institutions sure. that put out work. So those are typically done through... It's a letting. Pardon? It's a letting. Typically done through a letting. What's that? A bid. bid yeah, so there's websites like Mercs. Yeah. Um, uh, one, another one's called Bids and Tenders. So typically municipalities will post tenders on there. Uh, the consultant's already done what they're doing. They put out their tender package and you price accordingly. So uh, if you're into that market, uh, you're typically paying a yearly subscription to sign up for these websites. And based on uh, categories that you can sign up for, they'll sometimes send you automatic tenders that would pertain to, to what you're doing. And then there's the private market, which is condos, uh, a lot of um, equity trusts, um, office towers, things like that. So typically, they'll have a tendering process for consultants. And those consultants will do a condition assessment. They'll put together a spec and tender. And then they have a list of pre-qualified bidders based on past experiences, project size. Uh, sometimes a client will request certain people. And we find that ours is more so the private market uh, than the public. We haven't really ventured out into public tenders or anything like that. Okay. Um, so a lot of the work we find is just through 
uh, networking. So there's a couple different associations in the GTA that we kind of are a part of or go to. So that's the Sealant Waterproofing Association. Uh, we've been to some iCry events. And then just word of mouth in, in some of these companies as well. So um, some of these large companies have numerous offices. The employees get together. They talk about kind of who they're using and who to recommend on certain jobs and things like that. Right. So um, we typically try to stay on the private market. So we deal directly with consultants and, and we're added to their uh, tender based on our past experiences and, and the things that we specialize in and uh, whatnot. Is that because the size of your company or you find it more profitable to be in the, that type of market? It's what we know. Um, you know what you know. From a profitability standpoint, I think um, it's a little bit higher. Um, typically, public tenders, um, the competition is, is greater uh, because there's guys who don't necessarily require bonding. So bonding is a big aspect of, of our uh, business, especially when you're in the private market where I'm not sure if you're aware, but it's a, it's almost like an insurance policy. Yep. So there's different types of bonds that can be issued. And, and if you're not bonded or not able to obtain bonding, then typically you may stay in the public market or um, you can deal with certain jobs outside of that. But typically on the private tender market, um, consultants require bonding and things like that. So. And, and those other markets as well are usually typically the world of lowest bidders. Yes. No matter what. Yeah, I, I would yeah. say quality comes so into play. So there is a lot of competition. And too. I know guys who are great contractors and do public work, so I don't want to, you know, bash the public. Well, I know here in the States, sector. like on the DOT side of the business, it's the world of lowest bidders. Yes. Right? On the parking segment, it's a little bit different. It's a lot what, like what you said. A lot of it comes from word of mouth. Mm -hmm. We have a rep network. You know, we have other networks that we go through in associations as well. And, you know, of course, we're looking at a different... Uh, Oh, uh, electronic bid processes as well that are advertised, right? So a lot of that takes place here in the States, which I'm, it sounds pretty much the same as you guys as you go through. But we always like the, uh, we always like the word of mouth of the best. Yes. Well, the word of mouth is good because if, if you're a qualified contractor and you do good work, you know, Joe in his office is going to go and tell everybody else, oh, I just dealt with Excel or I dealt with this contractor. They did a great job. The communication was there. The The client was really happy and they'll refer you to other people within their office. So right. that's where just having a good name and, and, and a good brand and, and offering a good service to the customer comes in handy. So talking about the business and how jobs are offered and how they go out, so here in the States, we'll have a lot of what we call disadvantaged business uh, packages we have to send out, depending on how they're sponsored, whether it's a state level or whether it's a local county government level or whether it's some type of government level. You know, there's requirements to hire those DB, what we call DBEs. Do you have to face something like that to, with similar competition in your marketplace? Not that I'm aware of. Um, even I've heard like the U.S. has buy within the U.S., policies or um, the federal government's tried to keep uh, manufacturing right. things like that here. By US um, or by Canadian, right? Yeah, I, I don't know of, there's not many manufacturers that I'm aware of in our industry that produce within, um, within Canada. I think most of them are in the US. Um, so there's no restraints on anything like that. There is uh, a lead program which deals more so with new buildings. Mm -hmm. um, and well, lead, this is becoming huge. Yeah, right? and lead certification is like green building. Right. Um, you want to touch base on that for a minute? About, because that's really big these days. 
I don't know too much about it because it doesn't really cross over into um, our sector of construction. But when they, from what I understand, when they build a new building, if you're taking products out of Canada, for example, that's a part of the lead accreditation to kind of keep uh, that part and the economy rolling. Right. Um, so where products come from, uh, their net zero output, um, what type of carbon footprint Carbon footprint do they have based on how was that material extracted. Right. Um, and there's many different things, but I, I found that that in itself is becoming a big thing. Uh, there's actual courses and I think even programs either at the college or university level <clears throat> that you take these certifications and you need so many lead people on a project for it to become lead. So there's many different facets of it and levels that you need to conform to. Uh, but it's typically on either the the large construction side where you're doing a new building or a large renovation or an addition. So funding, who's typically funding these projects? Is it more of the private sector or is it more the the, the Ministry of Transportation? Is it more of the uh, a government or a local municipality? I think normally on municipality projects, it, it's a contractor that's funding them. Um, typically, they've actually enacted something called prompt payment, which is a way to speed up um, payment through a, a municipality, the federal government, or even if you're doing private contracts. Whereas before, there were some places that, uh, you know, sometimes a client would pay in 60 to 90 days, and then that would trickle down to the paid when paid into the subcontractors, and you had issues with liens and things like that. So they've, yeah. I think back in October, Cash they enacted liens, yeah. the prompt payment act. So that kind of helps in, in the broad scheme of things uh, for dealing with that when, when you're dealing with municipalities and things because they can take time. And, um, but yeah. Business-wise, what's the trend? What's the typical trend taking place right now? Are you seeing less, more the, from an economy standpoint? The economy seems to be screaming up in the Toronto market right now, the as well as in the United States. The economy seems to be booming. Um, I think especially with the winters that we've had, over the last two to three years where one week it's it's minus 15 and then the next week it's raining and it's 10 and then it drops down to minus five, that you're starting to see a lot of these products affected. And, and I don't want to say premature failure, but the failure rate is going to be sooner than that of a consistent climate across the board or gradual changes where it's not up and down all the time. So from what I've seen so far in, in 2020, there's been a lot of tenders being put out. Guys seem to be busy. Uh, the winter was fairly mild, so we were able to continue on with projects that we typically have to shut down and, and start back up when, when the weather cooperates. So um, from what I'm hearing from the contractor and engineering side, it seems to be looking like it's going to be a very, very good year. So a good, good backlog going into the rest of this year and potentially into next year? Yeah, and, and with the, the ability of... Um, they're not being three feet of snow on the ground as consultants are able to do reviews and, and to go out and tender projects earlier than they typically would. So I think in the last year, we had a very rainy March and April and a lot of projects kind of got pushed because nothing was able to be started. Whereas this year, I think things are going to start earlier and hopefully it'll give us a larger window to complete jobs this year and, and just be able to take more on. All right. All right, I think this is going to wrap up this sector in the, of this uh, part of the podcast. And thanks again, guys. Thank you. I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to a Life in Construction podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe so that we can continue to deliver your relevant construction industry content. 
We covered a lot of material today in this episode. And for those of you who want to dig even deeper, please visit us at our website at wbacorp.com for this episode's show notes. Until next time, I'm John Manning, and be safe.